our loyal listeners in Gravelly Bottom Road, Langley Heath, Kent. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of The Steez. Yes, it's great to be here. I'm Jezbot. I'm Timmy Taco and today we've got uh, a lot of the usuals mm. packed in for you. Stories. A, a variety of stories and other segments. Things so. that we find off the internet. Mm, pretty much. World, world events. Mm, let's get into it. Let's. This is Mythdries, and uh, I like a good ghostly tale. You know, I've been watching uh, a lot of the ghost shows, as we all know. I've mentioned it all the time. Mm. There've been there's an influx of ghost shows. Right. What I've found is that all the ghost hunters are southern. Okay. They seem to be. So it's it's sort of like you know how you get you get the. Uh, Fix it, renovation, uh, car restore back to former glory. Sure, the porn things, stars, yeah. <laughs> porn stars. They're all they're all from the uh, America, Las Vegas. Okay, yeah, ghost ones from the south. Right. So you got the wreath hunters. Okay. So do, do you think it's the, it comes and goes? Uh, the influx of ghost ghost shows. Uh, it's like. You know how it's always, oh, now it's bloody back to Dracula and vampires, and then it's zombies, and then it goes to ghosts, and then it's aliens. And yeah, then... I, think we're on to, I think we're on to ghosts, mm-hmm. as far as reality goes. It's, it's uh, these, these guys, they, the wreath hunters, mm. and they're trying to find wraiths, not ghosts. Now, they're what, all trying to do their particular brand of ghosts. What's, what's a wraith? Uh, I think it's a ghost. <laughs> but angry, yeah? Mm, I don't know. Demons? Um, evil spirits, ghosts, wraiths. Okay. Um, Still poltergeist. <laughs> uh, what else you got? You got your. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they these guys get together and they well, oh, there's only one. This this is the ghost that we're gonna go chase, and this, there's only one thing we're gonna do before we go chase these ghosts. We're gonna put our head together and. Say a prayer to the man upstairs. Oh. And they get together and they do a prayer okay. at the start of their ghost hunt. Dear Heavenly Father, it's once again we bow down before you. We thank you, Lord, for all the many blessings you bestowed upon us. We ask you, Lord, to watch over us, lead us, and guide us tonight. But most of all, we ask you to save the lost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, I guess if, I you, if you are religious, uh, you believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Uh, he's basically a ghost, yeah? Mm, I guess... Oh, yeah, I guess Jeez, he is. Jesus. He's a holy ghost. Yeah, if he comes to you in the night, it's it's a ghost. Mm, it could be a, a, a bad uncle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. But uh, I do like myself a good ghost tale. You do? That is my point. Uh, this is the ghost, ghostly jailer. A phantom policeman patrols Vine Street Police Station in London's city of Westminster. Uh, Station Sergeant Goddard hanged himself in one of the cells in the early years of this century. But officers have frequently seen him pounding corridors, opening locked cell doors, and rifling through documents. Sounds like a Weinstein effect. <laughs> yeah? I don't know how he hung himself. And... Oh, how did it happen? Yeah. Yeah, he did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, 
he definitely did it. Is he a ghost? He's a wraith. He's an angry, angry bad uh, spirit. He's a bad spirit. Uh, cop. Uh, what is it? We've got police cops. We've got um, Doctor Cops. Doctor Cops. Ball- we've got ghost cops. Okay. Ah. And that's that's one of the other things. One of these shows is cops, and in the intro they say we're going to have to use some unusual tactics. Yeah. And then they've put together a crack ghost team of policemen, like Ghostbusters, almost like a, they they bust, busted. they bust ghosts. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> but they they get together and they just get out with their iPhones and they just go, we're going to have to try and solve what this is. Maybe this is a wraith or evil so, spirit that's committed this or crime. Or we could call it like um, poltergeists. What like, about uh, um, what about poltergeist cops? Uh, or people that clean houses, haunted houses, and it's called ghost dusters. Who are the priests that do the... Uh, yeah, who are those guys? <laughs> that do the uh, exorcisms. What's uh, that called? It's just an exorcism, yeah? Exorcist. So would he... Is he, he gets rid of ghosts, yeah? Well, that's yeah. spirits. Yeah, in the name of... Um, uh, in the name of... Another Jesus, ghost. A holy ghost. So when the priest is doing the exorcism... Mm-hmm. Is he calling on Jesus' ghost to do battle with the devil ghost? Yeah, or is he just... They should come up with a product that they just spray holy water on the per- person. Call it Ghost Be Gone. <laughs> Go ghost, yes. <laughs> anyway, I like a good ghost story. That's my point. Uh, yeah, so it's a haunted jail. It's a haunted jail. Haunted jail, man. And we got a new series out of it, which is great. <laughs> ghost cops. <laughs> All right, so this one's more of a um, brotherly. Uh, I want to ask some some marital uh, advice. Oh, Jesus, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, go well, ahead. Well, it is. It has something to do with the bedroom specifically. <laughs> yeah, but it's all, all above board. Okay. Uh, so, winter time. It's come around again. It's. Uh, it's always a battle. We've got we've upgraded to a king size bed, so there's plenty of room now. It's not a room issue, but it's a it's a duvet or a duna issue. Uh, yeah, okay. It's a haberdashery. Uh, it's a haberdashery. Uh, it's you know it's a big duna, but it's not big enough for the two of us. So you, what? Even a king? A king size. Oh. Well, I'm more. Well, of what a, do you need? Well, I'm more of king a king too. Uh, <laughs> electric boogaloo, <laughs> electric blanket boogaloo. Uh, no, it's more of a... Um, Cass is more of a uh, fidgeter in, in the She's bed. a fidgeter in bed. Uh, there's kicking, there's rolling around. She comes to bed later than I do. And uh, so the, the question is, uh, is it right? Is it okay that we have gone to same bed, mm-hmm. separate dunas? Yes, that's problematic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, that's problematic. Um, any... Uh, any problems you're having in the bedroom, Jeremy, should... Uh, he said on the podcast. No, first and foremost, be kept uh, in privacy. Uh, but I would say, um, similar to the dishwasher issue, mm-hmm. where you go and inspect the dishwasher and just <laughs> change it around. Just so quite like that. Sounds a bit better. <laughs> so I don't have... A, it's scheduled in. It's just that when I go to put something else in the dishwasher, I may inspect it. So, As you say. And, and maybe move around some plates or cups or whatever. So, too, in the bedroom, you um, 
or you're opting for your own doona. Whose idea was that? Mine. Right. So you're the problem. <laughs> well, it was. It was. It must have got to that point of being freezing. Okay. And I've said, look, winter time. This is just ridiculous. Where we've we've both got jobs. Yeah. Uh, we earn enough money. Got to double down. <laughs> double doona. We can down. afford another doona. Double down. Ah, double down. Maybe you should have doubled down. Doona. So two dunas on top of each other. Two uh, people under the doona. It's a double Married. double. It's a double double. It's a double double. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't think it's going to be a permanent um, solution. I think when summer comes, we can we can share our doona. Okay, so is the king doona the exact size of the king base bed? Uh, it's not. It's a little bit bigger, but it could it could try to be going for the for the floor. It needs to really drape over. Mm. But I tell you what, I tell you the hard thing is changing the bloody uh, the doona cover. Oh yeah, it's heavy. It's a big flick. Heavy. <laughs> it's a big flick. <laughs> you need more room to do that. Mm. So you can't go too crazy on the king size doona. We don't want to go too too big. King king. <laughs> right. What was this segment? <laughs> the segment is it was advice. Uh, was it? Yeah, I wanted your marital advice. Oh, okay. I did run it by a mate of ours, uh, Trav. Long okay. time non-listener. Not Trav. No, Trav. And he said immediately, no, no, we sorted that out 10 years ago. That was year one. We uh, made that rule. Doubled down. We, yep, doubled down. He goes, it's just, you just don't know. You're sharing, you're sharing a house, sharing a bed. Sharing a life. You don't need to be sharing a doona as well. Yeah, true. That's true. And I have I have uh, noticed since uh, having my own doona, I'm sleeping right through until you need to do that five o'clock piss. Okay. Uh, and I really wrap myself up. I swaddle myself. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a bit different. Cocooning is uh, a whole other thing. Mm. Uh, thanks. thanks. Uh, well, now you know. Now we all know. <laughs> I love you, Cass. Rudolph Bernstein's Music Box Classic presents... Dimitri Fontaine's award-winning album, The STDs That You Gave To Me. You are the scratch to my itch. You're the rash that comes and goes. You gave me herpes and everybody knows. Hey and who could forget? What's in my coffee? Well, there's crabs in my coffee. And there's crabs on the walls. And there's crabs in my laundry hamper and crabs on my balls, my dog, and the timeless Sophia Nicholas. Her name's Sophia Nicholas. She gave me a hefty dose of syphilis, but I love her all the same. And who could forget? Not to worry, my pretty darling, don't be a fool. There's no need to fuss. It's just some blood in my stool. We'll still go out dancing in the midnight hour. To purchase the Dimitri Fontaine's The STDs That You Gave To Me box set at any participating news agencies today. And what do you say to that, Mr. Fontaine? Yeah, yeah. 
Welcome back to Community Concerns, concerning communities <laughs> together at last. <laughs> at last. Uh, and also with you. <laughs> I don't know, what's this segment called? Basically uh, Batman or... Basically Batman or com- Community Concerns, concerning communities. Yeah, uh, that's what this is this week. Mm. Went to the pet shop. Now, right. how do you... What's your level of um, animal rights? Well, I, I don't really care that they have those little crab things and the little snail crab things. Right. Oh, what, you do? Well, not so much the crabs Okay, that got me, but you're on the right track. Well, because I've been into many, many pet shops uh, over the years with the kids, and they slowly, um, they're slowly ruling out the live animal aspect of it. Yeah, there was a big fish section in this pet store. Okay. Uh, there was empty. Oh. No, no fish, like you're saying, <laughs> to your out. point. <laughs> what really got me was the boxed-up crickets that mm. were on sale... Mm-hmm. Uh, for a quick sale, oops, we've ordered too much. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oops, these things actually breed. So there were, th- there were three bucks like uh, for a takeaway container full of crickets. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, because you know what you do? Yeah, continue. Oh, well, I just... I think, I've, I, I, think I could... Um... Well, I was thinking about being Batman, basically Batman, and buying mm-hmm. a whole bunch of the... Because uh, they didn't look happy in there. Some of them were dying off. The they crickets were, didn't look happy. They were chirping away. and okay. I, I That's could, happy, isn't it? I could tell. I think they were trying to warn each other. Let's get the hell out of here. Okay. What's going on? They're I don't trying, like this. They're trying to sink. Uh, and a few of them were dying off. Obviously, they've ordered too many, and we need a quick sale. So I was thinking of maybe buying a few cartons and then just letting Eating them out. Them. <laughs> <laughs> letting them out. Fre- oh, freeing oh, to, them um, to start the cricket plague in uh, Melbourne. <laughs> There's a big. Uh, what are you going to say when when they the news report says we have a cricket problem? You, you know you're going to be solely responsible for that. Quite possibly, but it's, can I, can it I seemed inhumane. Can I enlighten you what's happening? Mm. Is it humane to feed your pet? Well, <laughs> is it humane to have a pet? That needs to be, <laughs> yeah, it needs to be in a cage, okay. like a reptile. Oh, because people get really big on the snakes and the. Well, this uh, is what I'm saying lizards. to you. Those those pets are got to eat too. You buy a um, a supply of crickets. You've you've basically got lunch on tap for your got um, live food friend for them. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's what it's about. So people would go there to get. Livestock to feed to others. So I understand yeah, the pe- I understand <laughs> the, the, what how it all works. Okay. Like your pets need feeding, but where I think a cat and a dog, because you're a catto and I'm a doggo, yeah, uh, it's a bonding thing. You're giving him a better place. You're giving him a better life. But okay. I think a, a a snake needs to be on a hot rock outside. I think um, crickets need to be chirping in the grass. Don't I they think, think fish, they're on fish hot rocks, though? Isn't that the whole thing? Like, they don't go very far? Or do you think if there was no glass there, we'd be going, where's <laughs> the fucking snow? <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. I'm sure that happens. Okay. I think mm. that's what happened in, uh, where is it, Florida, maybe, where all the uh, the hurricane went through, and then the people that had all the snakes, mm. you know, they all got out. Well, you know, I've, uh, I have wondered on this podcast before, and you probably can't remember, but... Um, why, why would I remind you? No, <laughs> I'll, I'll remind you. Uh, when there's a war going on outside, yes, and all the explosions are going off, and all the wildlife, the first bomb that goes off, they go, whoa, let's get the fuck out of here. Where do they all go? <laughs> they go outwards. Does that mean there's an influx of, you know... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, 
So you Black might Panthers in the uh, You might be just standing on your street corner on a herd of deer just Yeah, just go past now, like twelve monkeys kind of style. Is it a herd of deers? Uh mm. Uh, is, it a, is, it really a dull, is, is it a dove, dears? <laughs> Female deer, maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, I don't know. I just Where do you cut off your uh, your Peter, you know, the, the uh, activist? Yeah, yeah. Like, you'd free a puppy. You'd free a kitten. Mm. Uh, you might even free a turtle. Would you free a cricket? Yeah, would you free a cricket? Mm. What does that say about you? Yeah, it's 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 well, that's concerning the community, isn't it? It is. I think it's concerning the community if you free them, though, because that's like we're gonna have a cricket plague. I can see it now. Yeah, better we have so, a cricket plague than a, a snake plague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your point. I see your point. Feed the snakes. Who's <laughs> my point? <laughs> Feed your pets, goddammit. Uh, welcome to Turnstile Records presents the Escape Pods. Uh, I'm Jezbot. I'm Timmy Taco. And I'm Dan Oz. And this is the uh, Treehouse Australia Day extravaganza. You really must go. You really must. Uh, welcome to my humble abode. <laughs> We're standing approximately three and a half metres off the ground in a lily pilly um, in my backyard. Are we three and a half metres? Yeah. A lily pilly's a tree. Um, yeah. uh, but we're having a barbie uh, Australia Day. Mm. And... Um, yeah, you really must go. <laughs> what do we have? What do we have? What was on the menu? Uh, today we had a Chinese-inspired um, uh, marinated pork ribs mm. uh, done in a uh, Sichuan chili soy combo, <laughs> uh, followed by a um, a butterflied lamb with uh, smoked paprika and cumin, laid out on a ceramic bed. Or a plate, as it's <laughs> commonly known as. Yes. And, uh, and some uh, homemade lasagna. Lasagna, yep. yeah. I yep. lasagna. I hate Mondays. And two versions of homegrown tomatoes. Mm. Um, is the, lamb is the only Australian thing on that menu. Um, yes, but once you start adding paprika and cumin, it goes off to some other distant country. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It it's always turns into something else when you add cumin. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what, it's the it's the, it lamb, it's the lamb of juicy. God that takes away the sins of the world. Hosanna in the highest. Uh, <laughs> and for all of those listeners out in Pakistan, is lamb a bad? No, uh, it's good. So we'll go back to what I said earlier. On the way over here, a funny thing happened to me on the way over here. Past the cops, I know I know you guys have heard this story, but for mm. the podcast about past the cops, mm-hmm. thought. I was going the speed limit. Speed camera on the side of the road, cops? Nah. Like a... Uh, Radar. Laser, Radar laser gun. Laser. So by the time so you get to the cops, you're the, No, but the thing is with the laser guys, they're thinking, I'm not going to leave my Post. comfortable little posse for anyone who's doing five to seven. You've got to be doing... 20 to 10 40. 15. <laughs> 20 plus, I would say, yeah. over the limit. So I do the, uh, I do the flash. I, I flash the lights. And I think that's... Is that an Australian thing? It's very Australian. So you flash the lights on the oncoming traffic to warn them that there's a police police. More, more generally seen on country roads, I'll, I would add. Mm. Would I would you? suggest. Yeah, it's more of a country road sort of highway type of a thing because that's when people are like, oh, I'm feeling like I'm driving on this road for a very long time. 110 feels comfortable. And then after you've been driving for an hour and a half... Jeez, 120 mm, still yeah. seems Normal. pretty comfortable. Yeah. Haven't passed a cop in uh, yeah. 400k. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 
I'm quickly contemplating uh, the 130 region, <laughs> even though the tappets on my engine are beginning to like vibrate a little bit. <laughs> the tappets on my engine. Oh, Don't know about engine. tappets. I thought you were saying. I think your hand's going to be blocking the I'm, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I'm uh, yeah, so what happened? So, um, so I do the old flash. Three yep. cars I flashed. And, right? and you got the wave. And I got the fi- one finger wave. Yeah, right. I love the one finger. Mm. That's all I ask for, especially when you're letting people in in car parks and shit or uh, coming. Finger. You know, feeder, feeder lanes. Yeah. And the finger is important, I, I would like to. Yeah, man. I would and like to say. I've, you're always about the finger me, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Give me the finger. Give me the finger. Yeah. Just one. Just one. <laughs> but two is also nice. Whole hand is a bit much. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes so, it's okay, but you have to be in the mood. So I flash, <laughs> I flash to get the one finger salute. Yeah. And then the last guy uses one finger, but gives me that uh, 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 tisk tisk uh 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 finger, like the uh, wagging uh, of uh, the finger, the wagging of the finger. And I'd like, like to say on Australia Day, un Australian. <laughs> so um, my issue was that I, you know, like I was being reprimanded for, for helping this guy out. So you were trying to slow. You wanted to make sure that no one copped a speeding fine on Australia Day. I was make sure that nobody cops a, a, a four demerit point loss and um, a hefty fine yep. on the day that they're driving to mum and dad's for a, for a barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. you got the waggy finger, and you're, you're, you're suggesting that uh, that was the line. That it was too much. It was uh... too much. Well, my 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 blood instantly boiled. <laughs> like I get almost to the point where he chucked a handbrake <laughs> and went after that bastard. Yeah, but un-Australian. Cops. cops dead. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah okay, okay, good but, point. But uh, exnay on the Ingerfag way. Well, I wouldn't wag my finger at anyone uh, on on the roads. Due to the uh, old road rage, it is on the rise. It's on the rise, and mm. people are angry. Yeah, they are. And so, I don't want to be reprimanded on the road uh, by anyone. I'm sure. I'm sure you've driven down a side street where an old lady's out doing the gardening, and mm. she decides that she doesn't. She's flabbergasted by somebody driving past, and then does the does the whole watches you until you go over the horizon kind of look. Have you ever had that? Uh, nothing <laughs> springing to mind, but I'd say it's plausible. Yeah. So yeah. that's a finger wag. Okay. Being watched. Oh, why are you driving down my granny. street? Yeah, you're like, who's this? Who's this? Uh, I you're not seen a local. I haven't seen this car before. And they, they watch and they ponder. Mm. And they're pondering like, they're pondering a finger wag. Is it? Is or, it a- okay, another one when you, um, like, you see, like, you pull up at the lights and somebody has previously um, maybe cut up the person behind them. So... Mm-hmm. There's a lady, there's a, there's a bunch of uh, pea platers in mm-hmm. the car. They're just in front of this woman. They pull up at the lights together. And then even though the moment's passed, the woman in the back's going, oh, oh, uh, what, wagging her head? Shaking her head. Shaking her head. <laughs> That's shaking, isn't it? Left or right? That's nodding. That is also a form of passive aggression, I would But um, I, would I would never do that because you stopped... They're looking at the mirror going, this bitch. Well, I tell you, the last person... Because you're a scaredy cat and you think that they're going to jump out of the car. Well, I don't want somebody jumping out. This is an well, well, this... opportunity to jump out of the car and bash them. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, the, the last person I tooted at or, and flashed my lights at 
actually did the old turnaround and chase me down. And okay. So this to... is this is after the Terminator Two episode. Yeah, this is, <laughs> when I, this is when I started to chill out a little bit, <laughs> but I still wanted to try to direct the world in a better, a better way. Yeah, you know? yeah, but yeah. anyway, so the he, so he tur- got out of the car. He turned he turned his car around on um, the Furniture Gallery Bridge or wherever the fuck it was, and um, turned around, chased me down. And I it was there was no cars coming in either direction. I was like, this guy's gonna either ram me or try to cut in front of me. So I had to like um, you know, take some action. So what I did was I slowed down to about five k an hour, and so I waited for all the other traffic to start to come back into into view, so that there was some witnesses. Yeah. And then because I was going, had you done something wrong? I flashed him. He'd, he'd like gone past me too fast, or he so you cut me off. so so the ultimate finger wag. Yeah, I wagged him. I wagged him. So I flashed knew. him and I beat him. And he knew that I was I was reprimanding. Reprimand <laughs> and then he chased me down. Who do you <laughs> think you are? And then I had to take uh, evasive actions where it was like, okay, so I need to slow evasive down. Evasive actions is not slowing down to five k's an hour. Well, I thought this is like, the best action to take, like not go no, no, so far. Not saying it's unwise. Witnesses, yeah. witnesses man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I see, I see, I see. I see your approach and it has value, but it's not evasive. It's like the opposite. Okay. It's uh, more of a fight or flight. I flighted it. Well, you sort of fighted in the hope of flighting. <laughs> <laughs> a flight fight. <laughs> fight, fight. Uh, yeah. So then so where had to get away? Well, he, because I was, I was being a dick with my speed, he was like... He didn't know what to do. Like, yeah. cause he wanted to go high speeds. He wanted to cut in, cut out, cut me off, slam on the brakes. But because I was going so slow, there was there was nothing yeah. to do apart from ram, ram me. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, the back off. So, no, ba- so off, lesson to uh, all our um, our aggressive uh, listeners. No, our most loved podcast uh, audience. Um, when in doubt, slow down to about five k's. Mm. Wait for traffic, and you don't have to play silly road games. When is that? Pull out. <laughs> <laughs> that is also wise words. Oh, it is. Thank you, Mr. Tucker. And uh, we've got another of the week there, Jazzbot. Oh, good. Um, this week, um, we've got a French bulldog. Ah, oh, a dog. Um, yeah, his name's Winston. Ah, oh, that's, that's yeah. adorable. He's being hailed as a super pooch after he fell six stories from a Manhattan building. Oh, no. Crashing through the sunroof of a parked car, but suffering only minor injuries. Winston's owner looked on in horror as her two-year-old dog took the tumble. She rushed to the car. Uh, tumble? Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, she rushed to the car to find Winston sitting in the driver's seat, <laughs> panting and looking about. <laughs> Winston's owner has happily offered to um, have the sunroof repaired. Ah, so it works. Out. Yeah, the system works. <laughs> All those movies we've seen, jumping out of windows and landing on And then the landing in there, and then you get to land on the seat. And I'm never going to land. try to land in the garbage bin. You know, they always do that. Yeah. It's never just full of boxes. Let me tell you that. And uh, six stories. How how high is that? That's um, oh, that's higher than the um, Oakley Towers, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's that? That's only ten meters. Is it? 
Yeah, ten meter tower. Oh yeah, it is too. Uh, so, six story buildings oh, a lot bigger than that. Yeah, it's it's six of them. Probably. <laughs> that's that's a big floor. It's a big tumble. <laughs> oh, there you go, super, uh, super peach. dog. Super peach. Wow, and they're expensive, those dogs. And they're they're like nuggets. They Bulldogs. are nuggets, yeah. So you'd, you'd expect it to be ugh, hard, hard impact. He's got those big ears, though, so he might have been able to slow himself down with a bit of a parachute effect. Yeah, true, true. Probably da- not, though. Da- <laughs> it's, it's not a cartoon. Well, it's that time again, Tim. Will we wrap it up? Yeah, we're wrapping this one up. I felt it was a good episode. Thanks for listening, everyone out there, and continuing to listen Mm, right up to the end. There'll be plenty more stays where this one came from next week. Until then, I'm Jesbot. I'm Timmy Taco. Fare thee well.